Can living with a narcissist actually make you a narcissist or make you become a narcissist? If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness, growth, healing, and change. I'm the founder of Raw Motivations, the creator of the NARCAP, and your guide in the 45-day Clarity Challenge. If you haven't have a chance to check that out, go to claritychallenge.net. If you guys what you like, and if you like what you see here on any of the platforms that I have, on any of the content that I put out, please subscribe. And please like, rate, review, share, anything to help spread awareness about narcissism. And if you like what you hear about my story, about different things that I'm talking about, please subscribe so that other people can understand and see and you can get notifications whenever we have new videos that drop on a daily basis. Well, today we're going to be talking about the idea of can spending time with a narcissist actually make you a narcissist? The time, the interaction, the space, all the different things that happen in a narcissistic or toxic relationship, can that make you a narcissist? Can that make you toxic as well? If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Okay, so part of people that ask this oftentimes go the idea of like saying like, hey, can I actually, can I turn into one? And so we're going to talk about today, can you turn into a narcissist? And then what is happening with you today and with like toxicity? Like what is actually going on? What does that look like? What does that feel like? And what do we need to do about it? Okay, so... When we talk about narcissism, narcissists have a lot of side effects that happen when you're involved in a relationship with a toxic person. Now, a lot of times when we talk about toxicity and we talk about being with a toxic person, you'll see a phrase pop up typically as called reactive abuse. Reactive abuse is when someone is reacting in an abusive way towards someone else who is purposely triggering them or making them do that. Now, sometimes this gets like confusing for some people, but reactive abuse is something that a person can control, but it is something that another person pushes that person to have almost a psychological break or to the place where there is seems like there is no other option except to respond in an abusive-like way. 
However, when you're dealing with reactive abuse, it makes you feel like you're crazy, makes you feel like you're the toxic person, and it makes you wonder what's wrong with me. A lot of times when people are dealing with reactive abuse, people focus on the reaction, how you respond after you've been dealing with the silent treatment for 13 years, or how you respond after you've been dealing with someone poking you in one area for a long period of time. People focus on the reaction and they don't focus on the action that actually caused or started that chain of events for the reaction. Reactive abuse is real, and oftentimes we will see that in dealing with a narcissistic relationship. It can be very toxic, and it can be very hurtful for a lot of different people around. The thing you have to remember is with reactive abuse, it didn't start off that way of you just coming in and abusing another person. What came in is you were there, and the other person started doing an action to make you react in a way that they knew that they could control you. Okay, a lot of times you'll see the reactive abuse pop up of where a narcissist will slowly poke and prod you time and time again until all of a sudden you just rage out and you feel like you're the crazy one. They flip it on you. They get really calm. They're like, wait a second. Like, what are you doing? Like, why are you acting this way? I'm not yelling at you. You're yelling at me. And it is all meant in one sense to get to a place where you feel like you're the crazy one. Okay, there's a lot of different side effects that happen when you're dealing with a narcissist. Uh, reactive abuse is a huge one of those. Okay, sometimes raging out, sometimes the silent treatment, sometimes the aspect of like dog whistling. Okay, where in private there's something that you've either shared that you're vulnerable about that you don't want everybody else to know, or something that the narcissist knows that they can push your buttons to make you upset. And they do that all the time and make you upset in private. And then when they go in public, they'll use some of those same phrasing and wording to trigger that same response in front of other people to make you feel like you're crazy in front of other people and make everybody else be like, whoa, what's wrong with that person? So we see that happen with dog whistling too, okay? But with this, a huge part of the side effect is producing intense feelings outside of the normal response. When you're dealing with reactive abuse, when you're reacting to a situation that has put you in a place to make you feel crazy, even gaslighting, lying, a whole different aspect of it, like when you're put in that place, this isn't something that is normal to the people around you. This isn't something that you normally respond to in these ways around your loved ones, your friends, your family, like other people, your coworkers, all these other people, like this isn't a normal thing. And that's the first thing you need to understand, like wait a second, like something's different. Okay. A lot of times you'll think that you're toxic, even though you've never been toxic before. Like you've never had these type of response, reactions, interactions, frustrations, all this kind of stuff. So that's kind of like first, like a understand like, Hey, wait a second. This is something that's different. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay. After being with a narcissist, a lot of times people get really paranoid. They get really anxious in the relationship and then outside the relationship, they're even more so or they're nervous of like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what I'm allowed to do. I don't know what's acceptable. Can I actually spend money on this? Can I go hang out with a friend today or am I going to get yelled at? Like there's a whole other piece of like 
trying to understand what is actually possible. You see this mostly with people that are trying to get back out and understand like, hey, is it okay to date again? Like, I'm not, I'm not sure if I can. I'm not sure if I can do this because I don't know who I can trust. And that takes that time and that confidence building to build up who you are and to build up what's going on to try to help you get to a place where you do have that confidence, where you do have that peace of mind of like, hey, I can recognize the red flags. When I see them, I'm going to get out. Like, just understanding that. Okay. All right. The other aspect that I wanted to touch on really quick is the idea of like, of how you'll, you'll feel like you're not going to connect the same with other people. Like, you're like, wait a second, like some of these things that are going on, like I have these different side effects, reactive abuse, I have different aspects that I feel paranoid. And then I also feel like I don't connect the same with other people like I used to. So maybe stuff is inside of me that's changed. And now I'm the toxic person. You know, you become more tense, you become more leery of others, you become more like concerned about like that trust factor of like, can I actually trust? Can I actually interact with this person? And then you're wondering, like, what is actually behind it? What is actually going on? Well, when we talk about being with a narcissist, one thing that it doesn't get talked about enough is the idea of narcissistic fleas. Now, when we're talking about narcissistic fleas, we're talking about pieces of narcissism that you pick up on or that you start developing based on the person that you're around. It's true that the company you keep ends up being the personality, the types, the styles, the ideas come from the people that are around you the most. When you're around a toxic person, oftentimes you'll start to pick up on or rub off on different pieces of toxicity that start becoming a regular part of your life. Now, when people get out of a narcissistic relationship and they start to realize and identify these things, it can freak them out. You can freak them out to be like, wait a second, am I the toxic one now? Am I a narcissist? And that's a perfect time for the narcissist to try to hoover you back in, to try to change your perspective in that moment when you're starting to doubt that. When we're talking about narcissistic fleas, oftentimes we're talking about pieces and attributes that you're picking up on. So like tones, like attitudes, like small actions, like different pieces that the other person would do that you start doing oftentimes back to the same person as a way to either cope with the trauma or as a way to survive in some of those instances. A lot of times you'll see a person who is never a liar, but in that relationship starts to become a liar because of the fact that they need to protect themselves emotionally, mentally, physically, sexually, whatever it might be. And then they get out of the relationship and they start having that same response. It's like a trauma response of like, wait a second, like, nope, no, I didn't do that. Like there's an, there's sometimes like an automatic lie there. And that can be used by the narcissist and by other people to make that person feel like they're actually toxic. When in reality, they're still dealing with the trauma of being with a toxic person and working on taking those things back down. Okay, so like lie to stay safe. Sometimes you'll have out of out of the narcissistic relationship, you'll have, you know, where you're yelling at people, where you're screaming at the kids, different things like that. That's not the norm. And as you look back on your relationship and as you look back before the relationship, you're like, I never used to act like this. I never used to respond or react like this. Maybe you're like snappy due to like the conditioning that they put you through and it feels like you don't care about others the same and not because like you don't actually care about people, but because you've been trained to put the ex or the narcissist as the center of everything versus like everybody else. And a lot of times people feel like, man, I just, I don't care about the narcissist. I don't care about the ex. Maybe there's something wrong with me. Maybe I'm toxic. And a lot of that is actually you starting to acknowledge your worth and what's actually happening. Well, 
Last but not least, to kind of like wrap all of this up, you cannot become a narcissist by being with one, but you can pick up on some serious toxic traits when you're around that toxicity on a day-to-day basis. And that's something that if you see that and you identify that, that's, that's, that's something to go ahead and get help for. Start to reach out, get into therapy, start working with a coach, like anything to try to be able to educate yourself on what it is and how to be able to work through that process. For me, one of the things that I focus on is trying to help people break the trauma bond, get away from that aspect, break through the rumination, get through the detox phase of dealing with a narcissist and going no contact, and to help people build healthy boundaries. Oftentimes, it is really hard for people to be able to figure out what is wrong, what is true, and what they need to do to be able to work through that whether that's to start journaling, whether that's to rewire their mindset, whether that's the stories that they believe. There's so many different things we touch on and we talk about based on where you are. I'm not a fan of just pushing people towards a certain program or a certain step or a certain thing. There's things that I try to help people understand and see from a narcissistic perspective. But ideally, what I'm trying to do on a day-to-day basis when I work with people is to guide you to truth, your truth of what you actually want the direction you're actually going, and how you're actually going to get there. If you can identify where you are, we can identify a plan to move forward and grow, heal, change, and develop. If you want to talk to me sometime one-on-one, we'd love to interact with you. You can go to rawmotivations.com, click on -on one-on-ones, and we can schedule a time to be able to get together and work through your healing and set up a plan for your growth and your development.